Aaron, quick question. <laughs> if you were on death row and it was your last meal and you knew that alcohol was denied and banned in the prison even for death row inmates, <laughs> would you suck a guard's dick for a 24-pack of beer as your last meal? I mean, usually I'd have standards, but... It's for death my row. Last, for my last meal, yes, easily. If that's... A 24-pack of beer. the only way I would get a fucking 24-pack of beer. Absolutely. <laughs> Dying anyways, so who cares? So you're gonna suck a guard's dick for a 24 pack of beer. The nastiest guard. <laughs> the nastiest guard. Okay. <laughs> I mean, speaking of nastiest guards, um, <laughs> welcome guys. Um, we are back with our favorite co-host, Erin. Here she is. Hello. Um, you guys know that this shit isn't recorded in a studio. Aaron's sister's in the other room probably listening in on us, and that's fine. She's probably side-eyeing, giving us the dirtiest look right now. Probably. But, you know, it is what it is. Nana has to live with it. But, um, we're back. Um, and speaking of nastiest guards, obviously not all men we've dated have been prison guards. I don't know if I've ever <laughs> dated a prison guard. Have you? No. I don't think I have. Why? Why does dating a prison guard sound fun? Because there's probably some really fucking good stories in there. About what? Breaking up sex in the prison chapel? Mm. What kind of good stories could he come home and be like, ah, today was a doozy? I don't know. But there's probably some good stories in there. I had to get Shorty and Machete off of each other in the cafeteria. What? Machete. <laughs> why why is it that you date a prison guard just for his stories? You do know I worked at a school for kids with really fucked up behaviors. I've been stabbed once. You never tried to have sex with me for my stories. I, just saying it's probably more comical than like half the other dudes that probably hit us up, so That's fair. Well, Speaking of nasty guards and dudes that hit us up, this episode is dedicated to the singles. The single life. You heard it here. Because, <laughs> guess what, guys? Like, it actually does not fucking matter if you are single. Um, it doesn't matter if you are a man or a woman and you're single and people are out there wondering why. That's your fucking business. And that's what we're here to talk to you about. Um, because both of us are... Single. Up top. I don't know why I said up top like that, and I hated it. But you know what? Whatever. We're rolling with it. We're both single. And as two single women in our 30s, yeah, you heard it here first, folks. Um, it's definitely something that we can get, like, demonized for. Do you feel that way? Like, the the pressure of, like... How society looks at it is like she doesn't have 2.5 kids and a husband, so something must be wrong with her. Do you ever feel that way? I just feel like every time someone asks you basically like the question of like, how are you single? And I'm like, can you just stop? Like, why do you everyone have to like make it sound like it's like a bad thing? Like, quit asking people why they're single. I think that why you're single is such a fucking stupid question. Like, I try to be nice about it and not, like, rip into someone, but I'm like, 
why like why is that like your go-to question do you why get asked you that single? on dates because i get asked that on no, dates. I, not even dates like i get asked this all the time in like dms like how are you single how is it possible you don't have a man like i love I don't your boy fucking boys no like why are you asking how are you this? single <laughs> but also it's not always entirely like in their court like, I feel like that's what makes me annoyed, is that I feel like when people ask you that, it makes it sound like it's up to them. But it's not. And that's why you're single, and I'm like, no, I actually call the shots on my own life, and I'm single because I want to be single. If okay. I wanted to be in a relationship, Preach. then I would let someone else in to actually be with me. 100%. And 100%. I think that, like, a lot of times people who ask, like, why are you single, they don't have enough, like of their own self-worth to like expect that you would have standards or that you call the shots. They assume that either something's wrong with you or that someone else chose to not be with you. They don't ever look at it as like a choice that you made to not be with anyone because either that person or any person, whatever, hasn't risen to the occasion that you need them to like meet your standards. Does that make sense? Right. Or I feel like actually in general, I feel like, I don't know, men don't really think that far into it. But I feel they like don't. a lot of men think that that's like giving you a compliment. Like, how is it possible? And I'm like... Like, when they say like, oh, how is no one taking you off the market? How has no one scooped a baddie like you up? Like, shut the fuck up, Chad. Absolutely, I don't, unequivocally, I don't care. And don't refer to me as that because we're not fucking 15. That shit's weird to me. I feel like sometimes, like, a lot of times, well, I said sometimes and then I said a lot of times, but I feel like women get this the most is, like, it's very much, like, <laughs> it's a numbers game of, like, you'll get 10 DMs, right? Like, let's say you get 10 messages on a dating app or you get 10 DMs or whatever the case may be on any sort of platform and you get 10, at least eight of them are going to be fucking terrible. You know what? Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, I just took a big swig of beer. <laughs> How are you single? <laughs> Maybe because you talk like a softball coach. <laughs> no, nothing's wrong with softball coaches. I'm sorry. I just took a big swig of beer. That's probably why I'm single, actually. Honestly, to be, I mean, let's be honest here, though. You and I both can outdrink most men. Oh, easily. Like, and if I can't outdrink them within like a certain time you period, you can eat them. <laughs> you bet your ass I can party longer than like half the people I know. I think that's the craziest thing. Is like men are intimidated by the idea that like we can do the same things that they can. Obviously, I'm not, like, claiming to be a man or anything like that. I'm not out here being like, I'm going to welding school tomorrow. Like, I'm definitely not. Um, but, like, there are certain things that I feel like you and I do that, like, some men can be very intimidated by. Do you ever feel that way? Like, that men sometimes are intimidated? But then it's also, like, if you're intimidated by me, I don't fucking want you around me anyway. Like, if you don't have the spine to be with someone like me, I don't want you around. Does that make sense? Also, this isn't the 1800s where we, like, sit back and, like, don't 
do anything, and we basically have to, like, let our husbands, like, run the show. Like, I'm all for, like, traditional values, traditional, like, families, traditional whatever, but our society is very unforgiving of people who hold true to traditional values. We are living in a society of hookup culture. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not even joking you, like, the amount of DMs that I get that are absolutely deplorable, it's, like, gross. And men lead with that because they think that they can. And this isn't, like, an episode, like, where we sit and we bash, like, all men, but, like, men, can you please, like, get it together? Like, it would be fucking great if you could because, one, both of us have chosen to be single in the sense that, like, we'll get into it later in the episode. We're only eight minutes in, so buckle the fuck up. But we are both single because it was it was a strategic choice. Um, we've both had a little bit to drink, so trigger warning, disclosure, whatever you want to call it. That's why I slurred a little. Anyway, um, but we are both single because it was a strategic choice by both of us. Not because like we collect, like we got together like this was some sort of teenage pregnancy pact. But, like, we both are single because it's our own choice. Would you feel like being single is your choice? Yeah. Like, if someone were to come into the picture and actually, like, provide something and step up to the plate, not that, like, I'm against it by any means. Um, here but, and there, like... But also, sorry, not to cut you off, but also ADHD cut you off. But not provide in the sense of finances. Like, explain no, like, that. like, actually, like, contribute to, like, your life. Like, yeah. not, like, I guess more so in the sense of I already bring everything that I could possibly bring to my own life. Mm-hmm. And if there that is part. someone else out there that is willing and, like, can bring, like, something extra that contributes to my life, then, like, 100%, like, I'm willing to, like, open that door and, like, see where it goes. And if not, then nope back to, like, what I was doing. Like, I have no problem literally telling you to eat shit and kick rocks. Yes. If you have nothing to give me, like, it is what it is. Like, I'm not here to, like, fuck around and, like, play games. Don't waste my time. If you don't have anything to contribute that's, like, valuable and you're just looking to, like, fuck with people's emotions and you got no business here. Like, move See, along. and that's another thing, too, is I think that, like, men think that, like, either money is the thing that they bring to the table or like financial security or like con contributing by like paying for dinners and doing all of this and it's like motherfucker i built this table if you want to eat at this table at least show me some sort of level of reciprocity and they don't i feel like i have been in situations i've been in relationships where they've been either completely one-sided or they've been, like, a 70-30, a 60-40, which, again, relationships are not 50-50. But I think you and I both have been in, like, long-term relationships before, but also, like, I don't want to get into the deep stuff just yet, but, like, we both have been in, like, long-term relationships where, in hindsight, now that we're not in them, we realize how much they were really holding us back. Right. Where, at the time, you didn't realize how much... And not even, like, in a bad way. Like, not anything, like... There isn't a bad guy. There's no villain. Yeah, exactly. Like, nothing against them either, because it's not, like, they're, like... 
literally every... Nobody got cheated on. Nobody did anything wrong. Every single one of my, like, long-term relationships have been, like, absolute saints. And I'm not even joking. Like, no ill will, nothing bad to say about them. I mean, there's a little things that are off here and there. But all good things to say about them carrying into, like, the next chapter of my life wouldn't say anything negative. It just didn't work. You're so blinded by things. Like, when you fall in love, like, I feel like there's so many things that you know about yourself that you would never put up with or accept going into a relationship. And the minute you fall for someone, it's like, either you choose to see it or you don't choose to see it. If you do choose to see it, you know it's there, but, like, in the back of your mind, you're like, well, maybe, like, down the road, like, they'll change. Or, like, maybe down the road, like, right. it won't be so bad. Or maybe I can change them. Or maybe this or that. Like, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're constantly thinking, like, all right, well, maybe I can learn to be okay with that. And then I feel like you slowly start to lose all of those things Compromise that becomes sacrifice. 100%. And you told yourself, like, you would never settle for or you would never allow, but you're like, well, I really like this person. Like, am I really just going to cut everything off because of this? Right. Yes. Because when you get further into it, those things become bigger issues, and then before you know it, you're like, who am I? Yeah. Literally, what have I done what have I sacrificed for this person who is not what I wanted by any means, but because I like them so much that I was willing to, like, let all of these things slide mm. when those were your standards, like, yeah. to begin with? I think that, like, <clears throat> it's also, like, true, like, for, like, a lot of... Most people, I think, would choose to live in delusion. Like, it's what we talked about earlier. Because the truth fucking hurts, right? So if, like, we were to sit and look at, like, relationships and, like, and we're actually in them, you're gonna choose the delusion before you choose the truth, even though you know the truth is there. Like, this isn't working. Like, this isn't, like, right. Like, for the most part, everyone who listens to my podcast, everyone who knows me, knows that, like, I got out of, I just got out of a nine-year relationship. And to be completely honest, like... I chose, like, delusion over anything else. And I I don't think that there was really a villain in our relationship. I think that there was genuinely, like, we had a lot of great moments. And I think that we loved each other a lot in the very beginning. Um, but I met him when I was 24. So fast forward to who I am now, it's like... I want all of these things. I want to do all of these things. And it's like, I was holding on to like these delusions and we traveled a lot. Right. And I even spoke with my therapist. I spoke with him. I spoke with friends and it was like, what one thing we did really well together was we traveled really well together, but reality was at home. Right. Mm -hmm. So like we would get on a plane and we would go somewhere and it was as if, the argument that just happened in the TSA line where I'm like, fuck you, motherfucker. Like, we were late and it's your fucking fault. When I tell you that we were that Maury Povich couple that argued in the TSA line, uh, 100%. Like, it was ghetto. It was so ghetto. It was disgusting. We were on our way to fucking Paris. And I was in this, like, blue, like, Cinderella dress and it was so pretty. And we were fucking arguing in the TSA line because he took a nap. 
before we were supposed to leave. And I remember arguing with him and being like, it's not my job to wake you up. It's not my job to do that. But then I look back and I'm just like, but what was the point of that argument? I look back and I'm like, what the fuck was the point? But then we went on to Paris for like two and a half weeks and we went all over France. We had this wonderful time. But when we got home, it was as if those two travel buddies didn't exist anymore. And so I think that like, I I mean, and we had the most wonderful time in Paris. Mm -hmm. And I think all of you guys who know me know that like, where I came from and how I grew up, like, Paris was a dream. France was a dream for me. So I was willing to sacrifice a lot of who I was to live in that delusional, like, ideal that this was okay. When in reality, we flew there, flew home, got home. I think we picked up our dog the next day or maybe same day. I can't remember. There was a fucked up thing that happened with our flight. Um, But anyway... We flew home, and then it was as if the people that just stepped off the plane didn't exist anymore. We, like, no longer had this, like, fun, romantic, beautiful vacation in France for two and a half weeks. It was as if we were that real-life fucking couple on Maury Povich from the TSA line that, like, was willing to sacrifice who they were to go on a trip. Mm-hmm. And I think that like love and sex will make you do like really fucked up shit. Especially to yourself. Mm-hmm. I think you kind of abandon who you are sometimes in relationships. And again, I'm not... This episode is not to demean anybody who's in a relationship. If you're happy and you're in a relationship, that's great. But I feel like being in a relationship or being married or being someone who's with has with children don't be with children you guys know better i've talked to you guys about that a lot don't be with children (laughs) (laughs) someone who has children i feel like that's the only shit that gets celebrated right but like people like you and i i'm not saying we don't celebrate it because cheers i celebrate you all the time um she's drinking out of a beer can so that cheers was really (laughs) shitty but um i promise we'll get video for you guys someday but, um, Lauren's probably in the other room, like, what the fuck are they doing out are there? ear to the wall listening to She probably life. is. She's like, are they going to talk about my single days? What are they doing out there? What's <laughs> happening? In case you guys missed it at the beginning and you guys chose to tune in in the middle, Erin's sister's in the other room, and we told her if she was going to be in here, she had to contribute, so she, she ran away. Literally ran away. She's like, like, I don't want to say anything. She had nothing to... She didn't want any part of this. Um, But, anyway, sidetrack. I feel like the only things and the only accomplishments that get celebrated are getting married, getting engaged, having a baby. But what about the woman who, or, or person, let's just be honest, because... I have male friends who have left toxic relationships. I know you have male friends who have left toxic relationships. Um, We've dated men who have left toxic situations. So it's not just exclusively for women. Right. But I think that it doesn't get talked about enough. People who choose freedom. People who choose to just... Let's put it this way. You choose to not make another person a priority. You choose to make yourself a priority. 
So why isn't that celebrated? Right. Why is it not celebrated in, or more or enough that, like, I'm choosing myself. Sorry. Right. And all the things that come with that, of, like, all the accomplishments and everything are, like, once again, like, yeah, like, people ask you about them and they're like, oh, that's so great. Like, I'm glad you're doing this, but it's not really, truly celebrated. No, because people... Oh. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what's happening in my apartment complex. <laughs> There's neighbors out there, and I don't know what that was. Um, but you guys hear me sometimes, and I'll be like, someone's taking the trash out, and they're fucking rude. So, we don't know what that was, but maybe someone's dead. <laughs> that was very loud. I don't know why. Maybe it was the tow truck coming to get my car. I hope not. Oh my god, if I go out Shut there and my up. car's towed, I'm gonna be pissed. hear them probably beeping outside. Because you know why? I'm a single girl and I don't have a man to take care of me, so who's gonna pick me up? Pay your tow truck bill. Who's gonna pay my tow truck bill? I don't know. You know what's crazy, though? It's like, people operate that way. No, they do. Okay, let's talk about that. Let's get into that. Yes. This is something I'm passionate about, okay? Yes! Oh. I don't know why I said it like that, but yes. Okay, so... People out there actually go through life thinking that they need to have a partner, that they need someone all the time. I had friends in college. I was just talking to one of my best friends. Shut the fuck up. I was talking to one of my friends about this the other day, about people we used to hang out with in college, and she was like, I feel like they're still the same people. Like, they're still stuck in those college days, like, remember we used to go out, and it was never about, like, being with your friends and, like, having fun. It was always, like, let's scope the room. What Scope guy, the room for what are you, casing the joint? Literally, what guy in here is, like, basically who you're gonna, like, end up going home Oh, I tonight. guess, okay, I remember And that. I was like, what the... I have never... <laughs> let me fucking tell you. When I people would be like, let's do a lap. I have never yeah. gone into a fucking bar and ever thought to myself, what guy in here am I, like, gonna talk to or, like, hook up with or go home with tonight? I'm in my own fucking world. I don't even know who's in the bar. Bitch, also, we're not so, in our own world. Well, we're probably true. blacked out. I'm already so drunk by the time I walk in the door. But <laughs> I'm with my friends having fun. I'm literally, like, that's the last thing on my mind is, like, we just jumped in what in the park guy <laughs> in here is, like, who, who do I got my eyes on? Like, no. What the fuck? So people, I feel like, that go through life thinking, like, that is, like, their sole purpose and what they spend their, like, majority of their time on. I'm like, this is just sad. Yeah. Like, this is truly sad, and I wish you would actually, like, dig deep inside and, like, work towards whatever that is, like, why you think that is the sole purpose of, like, what you're doing or, like why you're having fun because that's not what life's about by any means it's not about having a partner or having someone there all the time like if you can't be comfortable by yourself right with yourself and enjoy your own company and just go out and do stuff by yourself and just be like holy shit i'm a lot of fun and i have fun by myself then like yeah you need to do some like internal well work. i think that like People are so used to um, seeking external validation, right? Mm -hmm. Like, 
I think that people go too far with seeking external validation and they think that what they need is a partner to make them happy. But what right. they what people don't realize is you're supposed to be happy already. Right. That person is supposed to add to your happiness. They are not supposed to be the sole purpose of your happiness because if you look at it from the other side and you look at like that person Imagine if that person realized all the pressure. All the yes, all the pressure. That's so much pressure like, to put on someone. I am your whole world, and I have to live up to that standard. Like that's like a lot. It's it's perfectly okay to be like absolutely fucking obsessed with your partner. Like as much as I have said this, like I've as much as I'm like living in this like single girl like freedom era. I definitely know that, like, my next relationship that I get into that will be, like, a serious relationship will be the last relationship I ever get into. But that's because... How do you know that, though? Because I think that... Because I think that getting out of the one that I was in... Like, I'm fine with dating. I'm fine with, like... I'm not gonna lie. I may be fine with fucking every Tom, Dick, and Harry. I don't know. Okay? (laughs) I'm not sure. All right? I'm still a human being. (laughs) Don't act like you don't need sex, too. Okay? Like, don't act like you don't need it, too. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, okay. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. You're such a liar. Get real. (laughs) Everybody needs it. We're human beings. But I'm also not saying I'm gonna fucking, I paint the town red or whatever that fucking new Doja Cat song is. Stop. I hate it so much. It's so much. (laughs) It's fucking gross. But anyway, what I'm saying is, is that, like, I'm not in any way, shape, or form, like, swearing off dating or anything. I mean, obviously, I still have dating apps on my phone, which is a whole nother topic. Yeah. Um, And we can get into that, too, because we got the time. But my thing is, is that, like, I know that I want my next relationship to be my last because I know my self-worth. I know, like, I stepped out of a relationship that I was comfortable with. I stepped out of my boundaries to be alone I'm not alone because I have so many people in my life that love me but I stepped out to go it alone like I stepped out to be on my own like I was willing to walk away from what made me comfortable and the hardest part I think about that is that like I genuinely really love that person like I loved him very much and you know him You guys did not get along. Mm -hmm. Um, Both my best friends absolutely do not get along with him whatsoever. Um, And the thing was about him is that, like, I just loved him. But I was the only one that was fighting for that relationship. I was the only one that was trying so hard to make it work. And for what? For why? Why would I continue to do that? So I was willing to go it alone. So I've already been to the side of comfortable. Right. That gets to the point where it's so comfortable that it's uncomfortable. So basically what you're trying to say, though, is that your next relationship will be your last, but you're... I guess what I was trying to ask is, like, you can't always promise that, right? No, I can't. You never know, but... I started talking to a guy three days ago and he fucked off. Like, I don't even know where he went. You're not looking to, like, date casually. Like, you're, like, looking for, like, a serious, like, you're either in it or you're not. Don't waste my time because this is my end goal. I think that, like, this is my end goal, yes. 
but I'm secure enough with myself now. Like, okay, think about it this way. Back when we started dating in our early 20s, were you so afraid to tell someone what you wanted because, like, you didn't want them to disagree with it? Yeah. Yeah, like, you didn't tell them. Like, if they said, like, oh, I'm just looking to fuck around, or, oh, I'm just looking for this, or whatever, whatever, were you so afraid that you just agreed with what they said? Okay, now I'm not. Right. I will lay out my expectations. You either get on board or you fucking don't. I don't care. Mm -hmm. I left my last relationship and I can tell you 100% that him and I have had conversations about how there's possibilities of me wanting to have a child someday. He and I never wanted children. No, that's not the case. He didn't want children. I loved him enough to try to give up children. Right. Love and sex will make you do weird shit. I am a woman who said, I don't want children. Okay. You cannot want children all you want. That's totally fine. Right. But I definitely know that there are parts of me that do. And I want to be able to have that possibility. I couldn't have that possibility with, with someone who didn't want children not at me. all. Yeah. That was a that was a non-starter. So now I look at relationships where I'm like, I'm not afraid to tell you my expectations and say, hey... I like direct communication. I would prefer if you're not fucking every bitch on the block. Um, And then, like, I would prefer these things. This is the... These are the things that I want. But remember when we were dating, like, in our early... Early 20s, even mid-20s, where you were so unsure of yourself that you were willing to let them take the lead? Mm -hmm. That shit's fucking weird. Don't lead me nowhere, homeboy. I don't have time for that. Right. So, obviously, I don't necessarily know if my next relationship will be my last. But I think my next serious relationship will, at the very least, be something substantial. Because I will have, A, been in a relationship where I figured out what I do and don't want. Mm-hmm. I've gotten out of that relationship and chosen to go go it alone um, because I want that freedom to choose who I want, choose what I don't want, and to know myself. Right. So I think that, like, if I do get into another relationship with someone, they're going to get the most complete version of me that anyone has ever seen. So if they choose to walk away from it, or I choose to walk away from it, it'll be because of something that's real and something that's, like, I don't know, I guess it's just, you know, it's it's hard to say, but I feel as though, like, I would be presenting the, the most well-known version of myself. And I feel like, do you feel that way, like, when it comes to, like, dating, that, like, if you were to jump into something that, like, this version of you is the best version of you? Oh, 100%. I've fucking worked on myself. I've worked on myself so much over these past few years that... These past few years? I just slurred. The past few years? I just slurred so hard. Be Uh, careful, I might scangle you. Well, these Coors Lights are really getting me. (laughs) That's not an ad for Coors Light, guys, by the way. I could get sued for that, Aaron. I've really worked on myself these past few years. Jesus Christ. It included AA, but obviously she didn't make it. No, I feel like 
Also, let's touch base on this because I feel like a lot of friends that I do talk to this about are actually talk to this talk. Talk are very like surprised and thrown off by it because I feel like it's such a foreign. But that you're happy, even though you're single. Well, that too. But what I was going to say is, let's talk about the concept of people breaking up and getting back together, and breaking up and getting back together, and breaking up and getting back together. I actually went and grabbed drinks with a friend. So, T, if you're listening to this, no, this is about you. But we were talking about it. She recently just got out of a relationship. I just stopped dating someone, and we had this conversation, and I was explaining to her where I explained to him. From the get-go, and I said, I've never been the kind of girl, I do not go back to people. Once it's done, it's done. I've actually only ever gone back to one person. We were never dating, though, so it was a hookup situation. So it's different, it's different if you, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and agree with you here. Mm -hmm. I don't, I will never go back to a relationship once it's already done. But, like, if it was something that was, like, in the mix, something right. that was... what You're willing to give it one more shot to see if it has the wherewithal to go f- the full... The full Megillah. I don't know what the hell I'm... <laughs> I'm like, what are you trying to say? You know what I'm trying to, like, stay the full course. But, like, if it was a full... Bl- <laughs> shut the fuck up. You know what I'm trying to say. Also, this tattoo's itchy and I yes. want itch it. Okay, I know what you're saying. But, like I said, it was one time... That's actually mind-blowing to me. That it was one time, and it was a hookup situation where Wait, he... who was this? You, you don't have to you tell know, the people, I'm like, you I'm not going to say or... the name. Where I was like, there's no fucking way. And I was like, this is a guy really seriously trying to, like, loop me back in. And I was like, you know what? And so I thought about it long and hard, and I was like... And he thought about it long and hard, too, I bet. And I said <laughs> to myself, I was like... Wait, I've seen his dick, so I do know that. <laughs> He did think about it long and hard. Which, by the way, men, if you're listening, um, oh. which you are, unsolicited dick pics, please understand that they All go out friends. to the entire group chat. The entire group. Um, everybody Knows looks your at your penis. Like. They all do. Everybody. And we look at it, we zoom in on it, we Photoshop it, <laughs> we put hats on it, we do all kinds of things. Just know that, like, unsolicited dick pics... Don't go to just one girl. Yeah, that's true. And you're fucking stupid if you think that it only went to her. Uh, so maybe stop doing that. It's also <laughs> bad for everyone's mental health. Carry on. But I have seen this guy's dick, so I know who she's talking about now. So I thought long and hard He's uncircumcised. <laughs> and I was like... Originally thinking, like, no, absolutely not, literally get lost, absolutely, no, we're not touching base on this, and the more I thought about it, it's like, you know what, no, I could spin this in a way where, like, now the ball is in my court, I have the higher hand, you're the one coming back to me, so I'm about to lay it down for you, so I met up with him, um, showed up- before he moved, right? Before, I was in Washington, Yeah, 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 before I moved. Um, Before he moved, I said. Yes. Made him wait over an hour. Was so upset by the time that I showed up. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I got the time wrong. I never get the time wrong. She never. I was about to say, she never never gets the time time wrong. So he was so upset and was like, oh my god, everyone's looking at me like I got stood up. And I was like, whatever. Sat down. He proceeded to tell me he was moving. And I was like, that's great. 
And that was the one and only time that I let someone back in for a second time around. Ever. Ever. Any ex-boyfriend, get the fuck out of here. Absolutely not. Like I said, every ex-boyfriend I've ever had, no ill will towards them, all been absolute angels for the most part. Literally treated me like absolute royalty. Well. No. Literally treated me like royalty. Maybe was not mature enough to understand in the end how to okay. go about certain I things, but like, has never, ever, ever done me wrong. Right. So. I feel like I've made like 10 drinks. But I would still never, ever revisit. No, because like we've talked about this. It's. Sorry, you look like you're about to say something. I was, I was about to say something. Go. No, the reason why. So, the reason why I bring this up is because I've always told people this, and I was telling my friend this, and I said, I have never revisited a past relationship because, for this specific reason, once something is broken and it is not working, and it is tarnished, however way you decide to choose to look at it, that is it. No matter what you do, and I'm not saying, like, I'm someone who just gives up on things by no fucking means. I you didn't give fight. up though it was already broken. Well, yeah, I will fight to the ends of the earth for any relationship I've ever been in, and everyone knows that. I don't just give up on shit. But... After time and time again, if something is not working, no, it is there was the not bomb guy. working. You gave oh, up God. on him pretty quick. That was just, no. That was not working. But you're my girlfriend, please. I just want to see you for five minutes. <laughs> we'll never, ever, ever. No. We can talk about him later. She gave me those bath bombs, by the way. <laughs> he's but not going to listen to this. It's he's fine. not. Um... But no, I just, I've never understood people, like I'm saying, like, it's not a matter of fact of people fighting for a relationship, because I'm all for that. You should fight for a relationship. Yeah. You should never just give up on a relationship right off the bat, because that is why we are in the situation where it's like a hookup culture, because people don't give a shit. People don't work towards anything. Nope. People don't want to fight for anything. It's the instant gra gratification thing. 100%. So, when I say this, I mean, when it's done, it's done. Let it go. Don't, this back and forth, I've never <laughs> understood people who've gotten back together, like, with exes, like, multiple times, where I'm like, there's something wrong there. You both need to work on yourselves. You both need to figure out what it is and why you guys keep Do going back to each other. I think it's codependency along with a lot of other shit, like, unresolved shit that you just have not actually right. worked on yourself. Yeah. So if you took the time to be alone and actually dove deep and was like, okay, let me figure out what it is. Why am I doing the things I'm doing? Why do I feel the need to go back to someone who's not good for me, who doesn't actually provide... Add value. Yeah, add value to anything I'm doing who makes me feel like shit, whatever the reason is, why are you going back to that person? Yeah. So anyways, I left, we went our separate ways, right? Me and my friend. And me and she, my friend. Me and my friend. She reached out to me like Your a week later. Love of no, not that one. My friend that I was having drinks with. That I was oh fuck! I was about. like, I was like, yeah, you and your uncircumcised love of bread. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Like you guys can have an uncut cock, and no one. 
cannot. No one will judge you. We just, this one specific person, it's like he, he happened to be an uncured salami and, well. That was great. He's. <laughs> Anyways, my friend that I parted with that I had drinks with. Do you remember the, wait, pause. Oh my god. I know, sorry, but never mind, go ahead. Fuck it. She sent me something a few weeks later, like, just, like, a funny reel, and then she wrote underneath it, she was, like, I've been thinking a lot about what you said that night, and she was, like, I'm trying really hard to basically live by, like, what you said, and I was, like, what? And I was, like, wait, it, like, took me by- I can't remember what I said. What did I say? It, like, took me by surprise, because I was, like- wait, really? And I was like, that actually, like, stuck with you? And then we had a conversation about it, but I was like, okay, but it's true, though. Like, I feel like more people need to connect with that, where it's like, you have so much going for you, you have so much value, yes. you yes. are so much more than relapsing to a shitty fucking situation. Whether yes. you're lonely, sad, bored, whatever the fucking excuse is, don't do it. Don't You're do it, yeah. so much better on your own, improving who you are as a person, growing, setting goals, I like, whatever it is, you're so much better being that person and turning into the person you want to be and working towards whatever it may be than settling, going back to someone just because you're comfortable with the situation or because you're sad. Yeah, 100%. I think that a lot of times, like, we get comfortable, like, in situations, and we get comfortable with, like, either we look at more as, we look at relationships as, like, well, look at everything I've already been through. Look at everything I fought for. Look at everything that I, like, tried to do in this relationship versus looking towards, like, everything that you lost. It's like what I said at the beginning. It's, like, everything that you lost because of that relationship, I personally, like, haven't been, like, on my own in a very long time. And this is fucking scary. It's fucking scary. But I would not trade this for anything in the world. Because I was with someone for nine fucking years. And I remember having tattoos when we got together. Mm -hmm. And then I remember getting another one. And another one. And... I remember him being like, okay, are we done now? And I was like, huh? Are we done with what? Like, I'm so confused. And then he, like, sat me down and was like, honestly, like, tattoos can be, like, really trashy. Like, blah, 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 blah. Like, I feel X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, I was this person before you met me, though. Exactly. Like, you signed up for that, though. But I let go of that, though. That's the thing. Is, like, that I was willing to just let go of that and I was willing to sacrifice that And I was willing to be like, well, okay. So a couple of times, like when I got new tattoos, I would wear long sleeves or like wear pants like in the house. This is the fucking weirdest thing in the world is like I would wear pants or long sleeves in the house and then I would wait for them to heal. And then I would pretend as if they had been there for a long time. The whole time. And I remember one time I got busted. Like I remember I was standing on an elevator when we were on vacation and... He goes, when did you get that? Because I have a tattoo on the back of my arm, the mm-hmm. the girl, uh, and it's on the back of my arm. And um, he goes, when did you get that? And I remember being such a fucking 
in this relationship where I was willing to be, like, so comfortable with someone else's standards. I was comfortable with his standards. I didn't have any of my own, basically. Because everything I was willing to sacrifice and give up was all for his happiness, not mine. I remember being so wrapped up in it that I fucking gaslit him. I gaslit him so hard. And he doesn't even know this. And if he's listening, sorry. I still care about you. But, like, yeah, I fucking lied. <laughs> can't even... I can't even front about it. I fucking lied. Um, we were standing in the elevator of our cruise ship. And I was turned against whatever. And he saw the back of my arm. And he goes, when did you get that? And I was like, what? And I sat... And I looked at him and I was like, and I pretended to cry. And I said, how could you not pay attention to my body enough to know that I had this tattoo? You You really don't. Yes, I gaslit him that hard. (laughs) Did you hear how good that fake cry was? It was fucking terrible, but I've heard you. If you were listening to it, no, that that one was shitty, but. You're shitty, bitch. But what I'm saying is, is that I looked this man in the You're face, ridiculous. this man that I was willing to say and that I will do. he actually fucking bought that? Yes, he bought it. Ew. Um. I can't. But I would like, have seen what, right through them and like, you're a liar. What I'm saying is, <laughs> but here's the thing, I got the tattoo two weeks before, so he oh, should have seen it? through it. Oh, he should have seen idiot. through it, but he didn't. And Jesus. that, but the thing is, is that I was willing to just let it go. I was willing to love this person so much that I was going to give up everything to do that. That's what my forever was going to look like. Well, right, because when you fall for someone and you care about someone, you it's like you weigh everything against each other. Like, is it worth it? Okay, so he doesn't want me to have tattoos. All right, well, I can, I'm pretty sure I can live with that. I'd like, already given up children at this point. But you give up a lot of shit because you think that you can give it up and that that's okay because you'd rather give that up than give up this person. But when you think about it, once again, it's because we're literally in our DNA. Okay, let's take it back to the cave people. In our DNA. Cave people? The cave people. In our DNA, we compete with other women yep. for men because... We need to have children. We need to basically pass on all of our whatever. Oh, the legacy. Next, yes, thank you. Um, so, we have it, like, embedded in ourselves that, like, this is what we're meant to do. Right. Always and forever. No matter what, no matter what I love people you, say. Always, forever. We're, that's just how it's going to be. So, we go through life thinking, like, that is our sole purpose. Where it is 2023, that is not our sole purpose, and we don't need to have children, we don't need to get married. But... If you do that, we're not judging you. No, we're just not saying by any that like means. we shouldn't be judged either for choosing this life. But internally, that is what our bodies are telling us is like that is what we're supposed to be doing. So I feel like that's we're where the whole biological clock constantly on like the lookout of like, all right, who who's it gonna be? I'm now 32 and like I need to settle down. No, you don't. But everything's telling us that we do need to settle Because we get demonized for it. We get vilified for it. Right. And so, I just feel like when it comes down to it, when it comes down to being single, once again, no matter what, we do say, celebrate, 
it's like we're constantly looked at as like there's something wrong with us and we should be at a certain point in our life when I don't think that's true by any means because I'm just gonna say this there's nothing there is nothing wrong with being married and having kids but you look at people who are married and having kids and let's be completely fucking honest with ourselves what sounds more fun having a night to yourself literally don't have to listen to anyone don't have to cook for anyone don't have to cater to anyone or you're running back and forth changing diapers cooking dinner you're getting yelled at because what did you do all day long all right, well, now this needs to be done. Okay, now you have to go to work in the morning. All right, I got to pack lunches, and the kids need a bath, and the dishes aren't, like, washed. Like, all of these different things that, like, people, like, vent about. Yeah. Yet, we're the ones... You took a very long pause, so I was like, yeah, we're still listening vent about but then they still look at us and they're like it's the most rewarding thing in the world and i'm like who the fuck are you lying to at this point like who are you trying to convince you literally were just talking shit about what you go through but then you're gonna look at me and tell me it's the most rewarding thing and i think that again like marriage and being a parent like has its rewards and obviously we can't we can't speak to it because we're not we're parents, not. right? And we're not married. And we're not married. Um, I mean, I've been engaged. It's cool. It's nice. I mean, I didn't really enjoy my ring, but, well, you know. No, no one's ever liked me enough to ever propose to me, so. I'd propose to you, <laughs> if you want. Thank you. <laughs> I'll use my old engagement ring, though. I would still probably say no. <gasps> Bitch. Uh, <laughs> but my thing is, is that, like, you're not wrong. Like, there are plenty of, like, drawbacks to... There's drawbacks to any course of life that you choose. If you... So it's like when people talk about, like, healthy lifestyles, it's like choose your heart, right? Well, and you're going to always want, like, that happy medium. Like, you want the best of both worlds, You right? do. You want that freedom. You want to be able to go places and travel. But you also want stability. No, and I think that that's fair. And I think that that's very, like, just right on the nose. Like, that's very just... It makes fucking sense. Because I think that people... I'm not... And we're not demonizing anyone who is in that situation and you're listening to this and you're like, they've offended me because I do the laundry six times a day and I change diapers and I love my life. If you love that, we love that for you. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it. But do not take what you have in your life and use it as a tool To then make us feel bad about our life. That's what we're saying. Is single people often get chastised for choosing to be single. Because obviously there has to be something wrong with them. When in reality there doesn't in any way shape or form need to be anything fucking wrong with them. It just means that they chose that life and it's fine. It's not saying that we won't welcome someone into our lives. Like I'm fine with that. I'll welcome someone into my life, but you need to be contributing to it. Right. I also think that, like, people don't talk enough about, like, how being single, (laughs) you're choosing to go a really weird fucking road. Especially in 2023. Let's fucking talk about the dating scene. We're at 51 minutes Mm. right now. 
But if you've chosen to listen to us this long, you can listen to us a little bit longer because let's fucking yes, talk about the game. Yes, you can. I'm going to say this really quickly. I have friends that are 40 and above. I have three friends that are 40 and above. Very close friends. I have one who's actually divorced, one who's in the middle of a divorce, one who is very happily married, loves her life. Talk to all three of them. All three of them, okay. The one who's happily married was like, if my husband died, there's no fucking way. I would mm. be alone forever. I would never step into the dating scene. She was like, I've seen what's out there. I've seen what you guys are going through. There's no fucking way, and I feel bad for you. My other good friend who's in the yeah. middle of going through a divorce was like, I will never go on a dating app, but what the fuck? She was like, I've I've played the game out there, and I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm so confused. The other friend who's been divorced for a while, who is used to going to bars, meeting people in person, having guys wine and dine her. That doesn't happen anymore. Old school shit. She's now learning that, like, that does not exist. And we go out and have drinks and dinner and we talk about this. And get asked for our Snapchat. Dude, we ask. We ask. We talk about this (laughs) all the time. We ask for this. And she's like, I do not know what to do. I don't know how to navigate this. And I'm like, girl, fucking join the club. None of us know how to fucking navigate this. It's literally a running joke between all of my friends. We'll lay in bed and send people's, like, dating profiles and, like, hysterically cry. Like, it is so comical because it's so fucking bad. It is bad. And I would love... Actually, for my guy friends out there, I want to hang out with you guys and look at it from the other side. I want to see these girls' dating profiles. They're full of, thir- like, honestly, I I've need to seen- know because I'm like, with what we have to pick from out there, not saying looks or anything because if you know me. Yeah, but when has any of them seen a toothbrush or a bottle of shampoo? I've liked some weird fucking people. I'm all about the personality. I, there's some. If anybody is listening to this, please understand that Erin doesn't there, have a fucking type. I do She not. doesn't. She doesn't have a type. I think because I do, one, but I don't. No, she doesn't. She doesn't. <laughs> she doesn't have any fucking clue. Because she'll look at some hillbilly motherfucker with a mullet and be like, yup. And he says crick instead of creek. Not even like a hot mullet, though. But like, <laughs> looks like he literally crawled out of a trailer park and like... He uses vegetable oil as hair gel. Yeah. Let's put it that way. Like, and I'd those... be like, I love him. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing, though. She doesn't have a fucking type. So I like some concerning fucking people. And my friends are like, girl, do you have glasses? But the, the mullet's not like even the, the pit of it. Like, it's not even like the pit. What? <laughs> it's not even the thick, the thick of it. What? What am I trying to say? I don't know. Either way, if you've stuck with us this long, please understand that this episode may go a little longer because we're getting into, like, the delicious details of this. Yeah, so, so if you out, stick around, like, longer. yeah, just a little bit. Like, grab a cocktail, get comfy, or if you're on your way to work, I hope you're stuck in traffic. <laughs> it's gonna be a little bit. Steven listens, I think, in traffic. <laughs> so. But no, I've liked some scary fucking people. <laughs> like, let's just be honest. So. Me too, though. Me Ew. too. Okay, Holly is even more concerning. What? But- okay, hold on. We're gonna read. No, no, no. Hold on. You stop right there. We're gonna read the DMs. Hold on. Okay. Let me get out the DMs. Hold on. Let me get out the DMs. 
Okay, so I got the DMs. Okay. I don't know why I said got the DMs like I had a file, like, (laughs) (laughs) stored up in my house. (laughs) But, like, let's just get into this. Like, let's actually talk about, like, the shit that single people are willing to fucking put up with versus being in a relationship that holds them back. Being in a relationship that holds you back, it's like, while at night you may be able to sleep with some comfort, you know full well that you're not being fulfilled, right? You could be fulfilled with dick. Um... Or vagina, whatever you prefer. You know, there's only two parts, but sure. Um, but you can be fulfilled with whatever, but you're not actually being fulfilled with life. And I think that, like, being single, like, choosing to be single, choosing to go that route, you have to also understand that you're opening yourself up for shit like this. Okay. It's so also I'm, very comical, though. It like, is, though. Because, like, I Yeah, think, like, we're like, what the fuck? But at the same time, we're like, what the fuck? Like, it's <laughs> Yeah, we're like, what the fuck? But at the same time, we're like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's just like... It's just... Honestly, I want to know, if, like, when these men said this, like, if they're laughing while they're sending it or they're, like, dead serious. I had a guy once told me that I'd look sexy or bald like a baked potato. And then he asked me when I was going to let him butter that potato. (laughs) He texted this to me while I was at work working with behavioral children. Okay? Let's just go ahead and get that out of the way. So, like, here's my thoughts. Is You would look really scary bald. Yeah, but you know what he said? You'd look better bald. He said you'd look sexier bald. I wouldn't. I would look so scary. I would look disgusting if I was bald. I wouldn't even be able to claim, like, cancer headscarf sympathy. I'm staring at it, and I don't even like staring it. Staring at it? It's my head. <laughs> what do you mean I'm staring at it? Like, I'm staring at your hair. <laughs> I, meant that. I would be the ugliest bald person ever. So would I, but that's fine. <laughs> I mean, I guess. That's why I have so many good right wigs. Go <laughs> <Well>, right. <laughs> what? I say good, but then I say great. Good weight wigs. Okay, so here's the thing. I'm gonna read you this DM, okay? Are you ready? Okay. So I got this. It wasn't a DM. This person actually had my phone number. And it's if you know me, you know that it's rare that I give out my phone number, even though men are so disgusting that they only ask for your Snapchat. And I'm just like, is this how we communicate now? Just say you have a girlfriend. <laughs> like, don't be fucking dumb. We get it. So this is I'm gonna read this. This is literally word for word. It says, yo. Just putting this out there, but I'd jump in a wood chipper for the slight possibility of being recycled into toilet paper so that I could get in between those cheeks. That's disgusting. But, like, why is that, like, hot? Like, why would anyone read... I would literally read that Why would you type that out and think that that was okay? I mean, clearly they thought they were going to be, like, entertaining, but I'm like, you're just fucking gross. You just implied that you wanted to be toilet paper that wiped my shit. (laughs) what what do you mean what do you mean you would like to be the toilet paper that I use in between my cheeks one you're implying that I poop well how about this one oh good so you took too long to respond sound like it (laughs) oh my god I need to lay off the beer (laughs) what did you say just took a swig of beer (laughs) <laughs> it said <laughs> you took too long to respond sounds like you got time to get those cheeks clapped and I was like what 
Like, what does that even mean? I, I think it means from behind. Well, I okay, I know what that fucking means. I mean, but, like, why? Because I took too long to respond. Is that the worst that, one you've ever gotten? No. These are just the ones I screenshotted in here. Like I said. Also, I men, just, please understand that, like, if you send us weird shit, we screenshot it and we send it to each other. That's true. Like, they think that they that, that doesn't happen. Look at this one. This is literally a reply to one of my pictures on a dating profile. Ew. Not to offend you at all. Which, again, I'm not kink shaming anyone. If this is your thing, please, like, don't get upset. This is just a weird thing to respond to a selfie. Not to offend you at all, I've been very curious and I found you attractive. Would you ever be into strap-on pegging a guy or are you doming, dominating or subbing? So basically this guy just asked me on a picture of my selfie if I was willing to fuck him in the ass. <laughs> Please understand that strategically choosing to be single means that we put up with this shit. Now, I know what everyone's thinking is like, oh, well, you don't, no one's forcing you to be on dating apps. You're right. I think dating apps are fucking disgusting. But, but like, where did we go wrong? Like, what happened between, like, love letters and, like, this? <laughs> right? Like, men used to, like, crawl through, like, war-torn areas and do all of this shit to, like, write a, to mail a letter, like, to their sweetheart back home. And they haven't seen her in, like, four years. And I don't know. And carry if... stamps and, like, pens and paper and, like, make sure, like, wild bombs were going off around them that they could write to someone and actually stay faithful to them. And we have guys in our DMs sending weird shit like this. Well, and see, here's the thing. We went from love letters to, hey, can you rape my dick real quick? And I said, sorry, I'm in the middle of doing homework. Well, I didn't ask you to suck my dick. I just asked you to rate it. First of all, what the fuck do you mean? Go I... ahead. Send me a picture of your dick. Because I'm going to rate it dick? a 2 out of 10. Because the man who sent it is garbage. We choose this life. But it's gross. What? Didn't you have a guy once message you and say he'd drink like beer out of your butt crack? Yes. And I had to block him. And I usually don't actually block people. Like, for the most part, I'll actually, like, laugh and, like, not, like, feed into it, but be like, ah, you're so funny. But, like, this guy was <laughs> You're so funny. So Why'd you sound like that? Excessive. Sound that like you worked like... at a Hello Kitty store. <laughs> ah, you're so funny. This guy was so excessive. That was so mean, guys. I'm and not I that way. I actually had to, like, block him because it was, like, too much. Like, I was like, okay, you have to go. Goodbye. Stop I got a text shit. message once, um, and it was from a guy that I had been, uh, that I saw, like, years and years prior, and then he decided to message me, like, out of the blue, and, like, it's fine. Like, when we talk about going back to people, we don't mean, like, you can't revisit, like, a situationship, which also, who the fuck came up with the term situationship? I don't know, but that's the also, stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. When you visit something, though, I think you need to also know, like, have a game plan. Like, yeah, right, you're calling the shots now. You're not going back to like what you were doing before. This person is not calling the shots. You are in control, and if you're not, then what are you doing? No, you aren't revisiting it. Then you can only revisit if you actually know that you have the higher power. Yes, hundred percent. Um. Because I had a guy who I was, like, 
Find me your juiciest one. That you got one. You got anything good over there? Because you got anything good Find over there? Find me your your juiciest one. Yeah. I mean, I've got a lot of fucking weird DMs. But like I was telling Holly before, I was like, Holly, I feel like a lot of guys send me weird shit, but are like still somewhat respectful because I feel like they like kind of care about my feelings. Holly gets some weird fucking stuff sent to her. And so I made the mistake where I was like, guys don't give a fuck about you. And then we she laughed did. out loud she and did. I was like, that was really messed up. I did not mean to say that. Not that they don't give a fuck about you, but like they're ruthless. But not to but say. I wonder what that means though. Like, why do they like, cause I do get some weird shit. Like I've had guys like literally be like, oh, I'm going to come all over your tits. And I'm like, nice to meet you, Fred. But are they guys that you've actually like established like a somewhat like friendship, I guess you'd say, with? Because I feel like those are the guys that message me. Like, I'm actually, like, friends with them. But they say, like, really fucked up stuff. But not, like, fucked up in the sense of, like... Didn't some rando, like, message you and be like, when are you gonna let sit on my face? I mean, which one? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like no, but what's his face? He messaged me, like, out of Come the blue. back to Alaska and sit on me. <laughs> <laughs> There's one right here. No, what I... What does it say? Well, read it to me. Unlock I, your phone. I'm trying. Oh I my tr- god, I know your password. Just give me the phone. <laughs> I mean, what's-his-face messaged me out of the blue, and I got... Uh, I was literally leaving work. I don't know why I went... Uh, uh, but I was leaving work, and literally he messaged me and said, when are you going to let me come over and blow a load all over those tits? We hadn't talked in a year, dude. Like, I understand that we had established, like, a, like, somewhat quasi, like, hookup or whatever the case may be, like, doesn't matter, but, like, I hadn't talked to him in forever, and it was just, hey, when are you gonna let me come blow a load on your tits? First of all, are you coming with a roll of bounty? That's what I want to know. Am I getting paper towels with this load? Okay, what am I getting out of this? Right, like, what am I getting out of this? Also, because he, his dick was trash. Read me the one you were just about to show me. Show me your DMs. That's right. What's going down in the DMs over there? Ain't nothing going down in the DMs. Let's keep that. Let's keep that under wrap. Didn't didn't you post a picture? If I say this out loud, I feel like if someone listens to this, I feel like someone could easily be like, "I know exactly who that is." Like as weird as that sounds, I feel like people, the people I know, know too much. If that makes sense. Not to say, yeah, though... Maybe stop shopping in the same town. That's true. I've had way too many people who have done some weird fucking stuff. But I was talking to Holly earlier about this guy, actually. So, well, there's plenty of them out there, but... The one who stole your clit gel? Oh, yeah. The most the most recent one. Let's talk about that fucking piece of work. Um, I just want you guys to know that he stole all of her sex toys... And her clit gel. Because he's a pervert. And he's single. So I don't know what he's doing with it. But um, sure. And he's single. It. And he took this. But I just want to know, <clears throat> to any man out there listening, um, what are you guys doing with clit gel? Unless you're secretly glow- growing. <laughs> glowing and growing. <laughs> Unless you're secretly glowing and growing a fabulous clit. 
I don't know what the fuck you're doing stealing clit gel from women because but also you guys can't get us off anyway, so we need that <laughs> shit. Who is the next woman you're using it on? Because they're also gonna be like, what the fuck? Where did you get this from? Why does he think that it's okay to steal it? That's my thing. Is why does he think like, oh, let me keep this clit gel and then I'll really get one over on her. And then pull it out for a woman and be like, hey, I I got, I have this. (laughs) I would literally run. I would think he was going to kill me. I thought it would, I think it would be like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Like he was coming to kill me and it would be fucking awful. I'd be like, I have to go to the bathroom and then goodbye. Oh my God. I wouldn't even know what to do. I feel like I would shit in his toilet tank. So he stole all my stuff, but I have plenty of stories for you. Not just that one. Um. Let's see. Let's d- let's dive into the archives of things that like <laughs> this people. This is gonna be the longest episode yet. So if you guys have stuck with us this long, I promise it won't be two hours. But like, just listen, okay? Also, if you know me, you're probably gonna laugh at this because how the fuck? She's dare almost out you? of beer. No, I got one more. I, how one more in front of me? All right, wait, wait. How the fuck dare you? I had someone who, actually more than one person, set me up with someone and was like, hey, I feel like you're really going to hit it off with this person. I hate setups. <laughs> and they were like, I feel like you're the same person. And I'm thinking to myself, like, oh my god, what? Like, there's they like love a, thrifting and sewing machines? a male version of me out there, like, okay, like, who is he? Let's meet. I meet this guy. Let me fucking tell you. <laughs> Wait, he t- who was that? He took me for the ride of my life, and not in a good way. <laughs> like, literally, I've never been more offended in my entire life. And I was like, <gasps> how fucking dare you ever say that we are the same person? If you ever compare me to this man, you literally fuck you. Wait, do no. I know this man? This is the person who literally, we were talking and we were sleeping down. Yeah, crack up in that burr. We were talking and sleeping together. Basically, sucked some girl's tit on a boat in front of me. I do know this person. In front of me. And I was like, am I literally, like, living in this, like, what? What? And I was like, what is happening? And I was like, get me the fuck off this boat. I was so, oh my god. Didn't you I was just, like, like, look over and he had her whole tit in, her, in his yeah. mouth? and they were fucking ripping on each other, saying, like, the meanest things, and I was like, this is really uncomfortable. I was like, why are you guys being so mean to each other? And all of a sudden, her tit was in his mouth. And I was like, okay, I'm done. And I was like, give me the fuck off this boat. And I told my friend, he had no idea that we were even hooking up, so he was, like, so confused. I jumped off the boat and literally like sprinted (laughs) it was like sprinted back to the truck he was trying to get in the truck and I was like get the fuck away from me don't ever speak to me again my other friend was like what is happening and I told him he was like you were hooking up with I'm not gonna say the name and I was like don't even say it don't say it I was like I already fucking know and he was like oh my god he was like how did I not know this anyways he tried to act like the victim and I was like uh, you obviously don't know how I play. Literally, I'm one of the nicest people, but how I... How could you, how could he be the, I remember this story so vividly, but, like, how could he be the victim when you look over and he's 
got a nipple in his mouth. Like, no. I'm so confused. Well, you, you used to always tell me, too, and you was like, girls always shit on me, and girls this, this, and this, and I was like, that's hilarious, because I, for one, I'm gonna tell you, I have never once shit on you. <laughs> I'm standing right here, I've like, been actually nothing, shit on no. I've been nothing but good to you, and I know for a fact, whatever you just told me is a fucking lie. You have been that person towards every single one of these girls. Like a piece of fucking shit, yeah. So, anyways... Again, we're telling you still that we would choose to be single and deal with shit like this. Literally. Um, so. Over, be in rela- over being in relationships that hold us back from who we are. I was just like, clearly you don't know who you fucked with, but like, let's, let's fucking play this game. Let's go for it. So Burn I was like. Down. Huh? Burn his house down. Oh, I was like, what? Um, anyway, a small town. I don't even need to tell anyone anything. It does it for itself. So the next night ran into what, like one of the guys from the boat. And I was like, I recognize you. All right, let's start this. Like, I don't even need to like try that hard. Anyways, fucked him. Literally moved on to the next Anyways, fucked him. Fucked the bartender at the bar he goes to. <laughs> Moved on to the next person and was like, let's keep going. Who else in this town can I fuck that you know? So, anyways, went back to my friend's house. He decided to show up and everyone was like, what? Like, what's happening? And pulled me into, like, the next room and was like, hey, we need to talk. And I was like, talk about what? And he was like, well, I heard you fuck this person, this person. And I was like, that's hilarious. And I was like, I love how I don't even need to do anything in this town. I don't even live here. Yet, like, everyone knows each other's business. And he was like, what, you didn't think I'd find that out? And I was like, no, I knew. And I was like, I knew it wasn't going to be hard for you to find out. But also, I don't fucking care after everything you did. Long story short, we're actually pretty cool. So, <laughs> so wait, after all that, long story short, we're pretty cool. No, we're actually pretty cool. Well, like, we talk here and there, and we're actually, like, we'll, he'll say, like, we'll, like, shoot the shit and, like, laugh about, like, stupid stuff. But, like, that's the thing, But though. that's on growth, though. Like, that's on big no, growth. No, 100%. Because like, that's no, not a relationship went, you would ever pursue We ever actually, again. like, went through a rough period where he was trying to get back at me, I was trying to get back at him, and then finally we got over it because we just put all of that aside and we're like, you know what? Like, we are who we are, and that's how you're gonna be, and that's how I'm gonna be. Like, we even made jokes. We were like, we said something about, like, a wedding. He was like, yeah, as long as you don't fuck my friends. And I was like, alright, well, as long as you don't suck someone's tit at the wedding. So it's like, whatever, now. Like, we make jokes about it. But at the same time, it's like, you meet these people that are just like, what the fuck? Like, what am I doing with myself? I think that, like, it's also true that, like, we tend to gravitate towards people who emulate qualities that we want or emulate qualities that like we might find like redeemable or attractive or whatever but when you boil it all down like is that enough it's not like and I think that like when we look at like dms and we look at like messages we get I'm sorry but like men on dating profiles are absolutely fucking deplorable granted I just got out of a nine-year relationship but I met him on a dating app and for nine years ah, we weren't happy for all nine I'll give you that we weren't happy for all nine but we weren't miserable for all nine either and I did develop a really wonderful relationship for the most part off of a dating app so I'll give you that 
But that was nine years ago. Dating apps now, it's like, we look at it and it's just very much like, I don't want to be on here. I don't enjoy this. I don't want to do this. But there's something about us as human beings where we gravitate towards them. Because we convince ourselves that we're too busy to go out. We convince ourselves that, like, we're too busy to meet people organically. Right. Or in person. Like, speak to people, like, face-to-face. Like, that's so embarrassing. Or, like, what if they, like, reject me? Or, like, no one knows how to talk to each other. And I'm like, yeah, because everyone hides behind their phone and their computer. No one knows how to actually communicate with each other. And I think that that's fair in, in the sense of, like, it's not fair. It's not a fair... It's a fair thing to say. Right? I, I agree mm. with you 100%. It's a fair thing to say, but in reality, this shit's fucked up. That we, like, have to resort to swiping right or left versus having a conversation with someone. Right. It's ridiculous. I mean, I swiped right on someone three days ago. We've been having the best, the best conversations for three days we had made, like, a plan to go out, not this coming weekend, because he was, whatever, I don't know what he said he was doing. Um, but next, this coming weekend, the one that's coming up. This episode comes out on Sundays, you know what I'm talking about, next week. Anyway, um, and he just, is gone. time's up. Three days and time's up. That's what it seems like. It's it like, seems like everything has a three-day three expiration date. Yeah. Three days, alright, either it is or it's not. But how do we go from, like, asking, like, your expectations, your likes, your wants, your whatever, all of these things to then being like, okay, I'm going to ghost you now. How? I don't get that. Okay, half the time I feel like people are putting on a front. For one, if you speak your expectations too soon, this is the thing I find hilarious. And I will literally actually use myself as a test subject. I've come across multiple people's profiles where it, if they have too much wordage, like, they've sat there and, like, for each prompt have written a fucking novel. Wrote and then It's written. Written. But okay. Shut up. Written a fucking novel. But when it comes down to it, they, like, kind of, like, vocalize, like, this is what I'm looking for. Like, I'm looking for a long-term relationship and blah, 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 blah. I read that and I'm like, No hard no but this is the comical part because like I said before it's not that I'm not open to a long-term relationship but if I see someone who's put this much time and effort and they're looking for something serious I'm not gonna waste your time because half the time if you're that serious you're gonna come hot out the gate because this is what you want and I'm not ready for that so I'm not even going to like waste your time by even like swiping on you and giving you the possible like thought that like maybe this could be something because guarantee you it probably isn't so when it comes down to it when it is dating sites I feel like when you read people's profiles and whatnot and you actually like oh okay maybe like this is a possibility and you start messaging someone and if it is like something real like okay well let's talk about from the get-go tell me something like serious about yourself what are you looking for blah 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 that's great right like okay that's what we want to hear we don't want someone to be like hey how's your weekend and then like four days later hey so sorry didn't get back to you but like how's your weekend right 
okay, four days later, sorry, the week's been so busy, how's your week? Like, what? Also, by the third message, if you have not asked for a phone number, what are you doing? But I'm not sitting here to message you all day long. Do not fucking ask me for my Snapchat because you literally hard no. I'm going to say this loud and clear into the microphone. If you were over the age of, let's say, at least 22, well, I was going to say, I'm going to give them 22. We should say 15. If you were the if you (laughs) if you are over the age of 22 and you are a man. Do not fucking ask a woman for her Snapchat. Thank you. Because we all are like, no. How old do you think we are? You think we just sit on Snapchat and we're like, oh, let's take a photo of ourselves and like send it to this dude. Like, what the fuck? You think we don't have anything else going for us? It's, no. I'm not joking. Anytime a man ever asks me that, I'm like, "Mm, gone. Bye. Literally, immediately unmatch or delete or whatever it is. I don't even respond. I'm like, you're embarrassing. Please don't. And then when they ask for, uh, I know that this has happened to me twice recently. I posted it on my close friends on Instagram. Um, But twice recently, uh, I had two different men ask me for my Snapchat. And then I called them out on it. And I remember one guy, I literally, he was like, what's your snap? And I was like, that, and I said, that was quick. He unmatched me immediately because, like, he knew I wasn't going to give him my Snapchat. And I'm just like, do you not see that, like, first of all, like, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but, like, I'm a woman of substance. Like, shut the fuck up. Also, I'm going to say this out loud. We actually both have a Snapchat, but the only reason why we have a Snapchat is because of the archives. Yep, the archives. We don't sit on Snapchat and actually snap people. Never. I don't and snap I, t- I tell people that. I'm like, I have a Snapchat, but I don't actually. So if you send me something, yeah, I might see it like a week from now, but I don't actually really pay attention. Never. We send each other like literally our archives from like, oh, this happened like four years ago. Yeah, Look at this. But we don't remember this. Either. Like, that's it. What we are saying is because this is getting a bit long and we love you guys and we value your guys' time. Um, but. What we're saying is, is that, like, being single is not a death sentence. Not, not by any means. Um, being single is not anything to be scared about, even though we've told you guys about some scary-ass DMs. Um. Honestly, embrace it. Just embrace about it. it. Be embrace like, it. well, unfortunately, this is what it is. This is what you have to deal with, but. But if that is the cost of freedom. Go for it. Seize the day. Do it. Whatever. Say la vie. Whatever the fuck else they say. Do everything that you can to figure out who you are by being single. Be single for as long as you can to figure out who you are. Because you are no good to anybody if you don't know who you are. You have to know yourself and love yourself before you can know anyone and love anyone. Don't put up with bullshit. But yeah, that You're part. You're so much better than that. Do not fucking put up with any bullshit. Never. Don't put up with anyone because a lot of times compromise turns into sacrifice. It's and, not worth it. And it's not worth it. It's not worth giving up who you are. It's not worth sacrificing everything that you love and everything that you want 
only to figure out later on that it was never worth it. Also, one last thing I'll leave you with. Yes! I look back at Why past like relationships, yes. and I look at where I am now, and I'm like, there, there are so many things I could pinpoint where I'm like, there's... I would never, ever, ever do this or experience this if I was still in a relationship. Yeah. And when my last relationship, like, long relationship, not like the last guy I was seeing, because we don't fucking care about that. The you last your clit gel. The last long relationship I was in, I was absolutely devastated, like, when we broke up. And I was talking to Ollie about this earlier. You She's right. my floor. I didn't, I didn't know who I was. Like, I felt like I did not know who I was. I did not know what to do. I couldn't be alone. I was so anxiety-ridden, which is not me by any means. So, so lost. It's me, though. So completely lost in who I was. And, what is it, four years later now, I think about it, and I'm like, yeah. Four? Five? Something around there. Like, I've dated guys in between that and whatnot. Mm. Sorry, Holly was distracting me. I've dated guys in between that, but, like, not long-term, but I look back on that relationship, and I'm like, yeah, while it was sad that it ended, clearly, at the time, I did not want it to end, but I look at it now, and I'm like, I have finally gotten to a point where I'm like, I am so fucking grateful that you let me go at that point in time. There are so many things I've experienced in those four to five years that I literally, if I ever saw him, I would grab him by the shoulders and be like, thank you. Yeah. You could have never given me what I've gotten out of those four to five years. And I love you for that. But thank you. Yeah. I think that's the biggest part, too, is, like, understanding that there's freedom in letting go. 100%. And I think that, like, I've talked about this in previous episodes about loving yourself enough to let go, about stopping defending who you are, all of these things. But, like, the truth is, is that, like, you need to love yourself enough to let go. You have to let go. And you also need to be grateful that the other person let you go. And I think that getting out of the relationship that I've been getting out of is, like, very much like a... It's it's been a roller coaster. It's terrifying. It's, it's fucking scary. It's terrifying, but you need that time to separate yourself to be like, oh my god, I would never have been able to do this if I was with you. But you say that enough times to yourself that you finally gain so many experiences that you're like, thank you. This is the first year Literally, I'm going to get to have thank you a- for doing this. This is the first year I'm going to get to have a Christmas tree in my house. It's the first year you're going to have a lot of firsts. Yes. Cheers to first. <laughs> Fuck yeah. You know what I mean? Like, let's just cheers to first. Let's just... We're going to end it here on a high note about firsts. We could honestly talk for like 16 hours. So we will not keep yeah, you Yeah, we won't. <laughs> we won't. We could, we could literally go on for hours about like, If you want to talk about the single life, reach out to us personally because yes. I could talk to you all day long. Um, so you can DM uh, us on my business page. Um, you can DM us on either one of our personal pages. I'll put it in the description um but yeah we're gonna end it here because we love you guys enough to value your time but also like 
if you guys want more of this shit and you want more like insight into just being single or us just being weird, like that's great. Like let us know. Um, we love you guys so much and that's why we share the stories that we share is so that you guys have firsthand experience from people who are just like you. Um, so again, I love you guys very much. It's week 13 that we've been doing this together and I'm so happy that we get to do it together. And I'm so happy that Aaron's here with us to I do it. I love you guys also. So, um, on that note, we love you. And we're going to go ahead and go live our best single lives and continue drinking on a Saturday night. Because we filmed this hella late. Don't get mad. Okay, we love you guys. Love you guys. Bye.